right. Welcome to episode two of Cooking Sports. You're here with Keith and Aaron. Uh, anything you hear today is just our own personal opinions, and we are not statisticians, and our facts were not, our facts were not checked. Uh, so we're sorry, but we're not sorry. Uh, although we do appreciate you tuning in, and checking us out. Aaron, how are you doing today? I'm excited. Um, I'm looking forward to 2024. Uh, the intro, I grabbed your guitar and I wanted to bash it. Like I was <laughs> ending off. Uh, I don't know who who was notorious for beating up on their uh, guitars. You're you're a musician, Keith. Ah, there's there there's been many a uh, rock and roll guitar player who at the end of the like set decided to AC/DC, smash it. They were pretty good at it, weren't they? Or no? I did. I remember seeing a clip back in the day of um, Keith Richards from um, Rolling Stones, where they were playing a live show, and at some point during the live show, a fan got on stage, and in one swift motion, Keith Richard went from playing his guitar to taking it off his head and smashing the fan with it, wow. and then putting it back on and trying to continue playing with it, even though it was all mangled and broken and the fan was mangled and broken. But, um, wow. yeah, I'm glad it didn't escalate to that yet, but we still have lots of time. I'm surprised you could even, like, swing okay. uh, <laughs> Considering it's Keith Richard, but it was also, it was so funny because it literally was one fluid motion of, like, I just finished playing a chord, oh, no, Mick Jagger, and he pulled it off and just bash the guy with the guitar and then tried to act like nothing happened and that's, he's just going to play it again. That is some so. talent. Um, <laughs> I, I, we, we finished off our 2023 review year in review. Uh, we left out football, so I think we're just going to talk about football, what happened last year. Uh, speaking of wanting to hit somebody uh, with a guitar, <laughs> I want to hit Taylor Swift. With a guitar every Sunday, I see the Chiefs playing. And every time Kelsey catches or drops a ball, there's always a picture of the box and Taylor Swift. Either like I don't even think I think she's still trying to figure out how football is played. But anyways, I don't like her. Please get her off the TV. And I'm sick of people saying that. And I don't really like Travis Kelsey anymore either. His brother is is a better um, football player. I, I like Jason better, and I wish the Eagles had beat uh, the Chiefs. But uh, the Chiefs won last year, and uh, yeah, Keith, what do you got for me? You got any opinions about? I, are you a Swifty? I'm. I'm not a registered Swifty. You have to um, register like a sex offender. <laughs> that I don't know about. Um, uh, amazing artist who inspires a lot of people and sold a lot of records, and she's a billionaire. But I am tired of the pants to the box when she's sitting there cheering. I had Travis Kelsey in my fantasy football pool. Oh, you get to watch and, a lot of it. And he didn't get, uh, he didn't even reach 10 points, or maybe he didn't get over 10 points, something around that. For the last like eight or nine games of the season, he completely just cratered guys like Hawkinson and Sam Laporta and, and even Najoku and, you know, your other lackluster tight ends outperformed him. Joku had a good game last year. Right, right, he's been pretty Joe good for Flacco. the last... Uh, Joe Flacco. Come on, you jump the gun. Premature, premature. <laughs> uh, no, Taylor Swift, I'm over it. I want... I just don't um, want you to talk about Taylor Swift anymore. That's okay. what I was doing. <laughs> That's the only reason why. Anyway. So we're moving on. Moving on from the Swifties. There's none here. Yeah. I forgot about <laughs> fantasy football, too. You just reminded me. I've been out for so long. Uh, and I even forgot to put my picks in. Me and Keith are in the same pick'em pools. And I totally thought I put my picks in. I put the tie breaks in, but 
I didn't put one pick in. I got I got the Browns right, and I still was able to be one point away from a guy that put all his picks in. And you didn't. You just put the die breaks in. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the guy up there put all his picks. And he only got two right. I just laughed my butt out. I didn't feel so bad after that, but I'm already out of it anyways. And it was it was fun, but fantasy was a write out for me this year. You should feel good about that. And I'm sorry for if anyone, the person who <laughs> you beat, who put their picks in, oh. is listening to this, oh. but. Sorry, not sorry. That's a that's a rough go. You need to do better. Step it up. Well, I didn't beat him, but he but he only got two, and he took his he put all his points, all his games in, and you just got a tiebreak. Oh, that's good. Did you win the tiebreaker? It doesn't matter because you didn't put your pick in. No, no, no. I'm, I was just saying that I didn't put anybody in. I only got one point that, so I was on the bottom. But the next guy up put all his games in, and he can only get two right. That's terrible. Whoever that was, I, I don't we know. He's in our, you know, you know the guy. We, we're not, we're not going to name any names here. We'll just, we'll oh, just yeah, move right. on. Yeah, and, we don't want to name names. No shaming on this. Well, it depends if you're a Taylor Swift fan. Sli- like, slight we're, shaming. We're shaming a little bit. Um, what happened last year in football? Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I was mm-hmm. cheering for the Eagles. I don't know about you, Keith. I was impartial. Um, that was the pre-Swift days, so I, I was okay with Kelsey. <laughs> no more. And, <laughs> and Mahomes is looking okay. I've always been a, a a Reed fan, and it was an interesting storyline of the Kelsey Bowl head to head, and Andy Reed uh, Reed forced playing against his uh, former team. But um, no, it, but also it was a very good game as far as Super Bowls go. It, it was, was a good game, game. Yeah. good game to watch. Yeah, I look forward to the Super Bowl this year coming over to my house. I hope. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk. We we'll probably talk about some food that. On that weekend too, we talk about some uh, Super Bowl tailgate uh, recipe. Yeah, we'll be cooking up a good spread. We got a, a bunch of chefs coming over for uh, for Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna do it this year. I don't think so. It's interesting. The uh, yeah, not not only the AFC but the NFC. All the quote unquote best teams in the NFL this year have no problem just losing to shitty teams in matches they should win and what, like Dallas? It just see yeah, it just seems like and, like and the Philadelphia, e- Philadelphia's yeah. losing games. Yeah. Buffalo had a stretch yeah, where they're Seattle losing a bunch of games. KC's losing some games. Lost, like, lost a couple of games against them. It just it, no it just seems no one wants to be a number one seed. It's good though. It's good for parody in the Is that the right word? Parody? Oh, I love it. That's yeah. That's the number one thing. Whether you're talking about just watching NFL or, or God forbid, uh, fantasy football, uh, parody is the name of the game in the league. Um, well, no right matter so what far, you're doing. Right. So, um, yeah. That's what else. We, what else happened last year other than uh, the Kelsey Bowl? Um. Well, the, the big thing was Demar Hamlin. Have you know went mm. went down in that game against? Uh, I think it was Cincinnati. Yep. I remember because I was fantasy. It had fantasy football implications in that one because I didn't even make up the game. Anyways, right? Aside yes, from that, yes, I forgot about aside that. Aside from that, though, somebody, <laughs> no, no, somebody no, seriously no. got injured, and uh, well, I'm sure Keith wants to talk about what the heck. I, I it, it hurt my fantasy team too, um, but uh, that was kind of scary. It was very scary. There's lots of things that have happened. Like Nick Chubb was a pretty scary injury this year, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of. Like Alex Smith getting the the Thiesman injury, you know, the Thiesman, yeah, 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 that's a good um, call. Some pretty net, but this is, and that's where I wanted to to ask to put the question out uh, to anybody that wants to comment about is uh, football too dangerous? Um, my opinion is that it's not because they they know it's 
they're gladiators, and it's that it's a contact sport. It's one of the one of the uh, most contact. These are these are uh, giants, you know, going full tilt at everybody. Um, Joe Burrow said it best. I remember last year he said that you know we we know what we're getting into. We get paid very well for what we do. And we know that you know there could be a potential, very rarely, but you know somebody might be somebody might die. But it also um, for all these players, you know, it it gives them a, a pretty good way of life. Well, financially, but uh, you know, there's always the the concussion thing, and running backs don't really have long uh, long uh, careers. But uh, I don't think it's too dangerous. I well, because I want to keep watching it, but. Yeah, I don't want it to change, but I completely agree with that. Um, it, it's a very violent, dangerous sport, but the people who play it and the people who love it know that they're getting into that. No different than a boxer or a UFC fighter. Uh, any sort of boxer, you know that you get hit the wrong way or you land on your head the wrong way, and that, that could be the end of it. But I yep. think what was the very scary moment and and you know kind of epiphany moment for a lot of the NFL players and football just in general was that you know, they're used to, okay, you, you break your arm, you break your leg, you break your ankle, you potential at the worst case scenario, you hit someone the wrong way and you get paralyzed, you broke your neck. But to have someone go down on the field, unresponsive, let's rip open the jersey and cut off the equipment and just start giving the defibrillator and like CPR right there. That's a whole new level that people don't experience. And the only thing that came close to that was recently with a guy who got the skate in the neck in hockey, and that's the only thing. Hockey players, it's a gladiator sport. Yeah. You, there's broken bones and paralyzation, but you don't think you're going to die on the ice or on the field right no. there when it's going to happen, right? So you know, it's not like your family's like you're you're a police officer or a firefighter. You're going yes, to, that that's definitely a real threat. Uh, on a daily day, you don't know if you're going to make it home after the end of the shift, type of thing. Um, soccer players, you know, that's a pretty dangerous sport. <laughs> Roll, rolling around. Oh no, I got head butted in the head, so I'm just going to roll around and hold my knee and get taken off on a stretcher. Sorry. I think the great, the great thing about that Damar Hamlin thing, I heard that it's like uh, what happened to him is 95% chance, like uh, 95% of the time that doesn't go, like the, the person dies when they get this. Like it Really? Was, it was that close. It was that close. Uh, it was it was something else that I can't pronounce, but it was basically a cardiac arrest. But there, it was something more to it that it, you know it usually ends up in a fatality. But um, yeah, it was just uh, it's good that it didn't turn out that way. Um, football is a dangerous sport. So is hockey. I think that somebody died in hockey in the European League uh, last year. No, oh, yeah, I can't remember. It's, uh, yeah, dangerous, and but also if you want to take positive spins on it, he's back in there, he's playing the game, and also in the aftermath of that, the city of Cincinnati, because it was, happened in their city, yeah. and he was like in the hospital in Cincinnati, yeah. there was a huge outcry, uh, an outpouring of support for not just him, but also Buffalo, um, Buffalo, the, the Buffalo, the Bills Mafia, which are just nutso, and they love their shit. Um, they poured a whole bunch of money into um, uh, like paralyzation and neck trauma um, um, research and, and science. And then Cincinnati was also matching that as well because they felt, you know, compelled to. So in, in an outside way of looking at it, it definitely did bring, you know, kind of um, to the forefront. some Awareness, of the, money. Yeah, uh, humility sport. and yeah. the love of sport and the companionship that even... 
you know, rival teams and rival players and rival fans can still appreciate and support each other and put some of that stuff aside. Yeah, I think, well, I think when you're getting that serious that, you know, it's not about sport anymore. It's about people and their family and stuff like that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's good. I think the NFL does a lot for a lot of uh, different uh, charities, um, and and I think that's really good. Um, Yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say a quick shout out to the man of the year and Walter Payton award, because that's the microcosm of all that stuff of like, you know, here's your nominees. Right, to stop make using it big words, man. I don't know. What a, what a, <laughs> you, you can't use big words with me. Man, man of the year award, Walter Payton. Um, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, you're right, Keith. <laughs> you know, I know it's funny though. I'm, I'm trying to get your opinion about this quarterbacks. I can't figure out. What a penalty is anymore. Like, it's hard to... <laughs> and it's got to be, like, really frustrating. No, but it does, though, for um, for the defense to to tackle the quarterback. Like, how do you, 100%. How do you stop yourself there's... when you're going at it? It's like it's like this. Like, we were watching the junior game yesterday. Canada was playing. It's a different sport, but Canada was playing Germany. The first 11 seconds, uh, Geeky, Morgan Geeky's kid brother there... Total clean head, looked like it, but he's like six three, and the kid's five eleven. So it's just you know, it's just the, the way it is. Um, it's and it went, it went helmet to helmet, like you couldn't, you can't get any lower than that. It was, and it happened so quick. So how how does he hit the guy next time? Is he going to be thinking twice? Same with the defense too. They give him a bit of give him a bit of room. Like it's just hard. I don't. Know. I, I completely agree because you got a forward that's you know even if they're not looking down the puck and and kind of crouched over. Yeah. If you have a six foot six defenseman, you lower your shoulder as much it's as you can to try and hit him yeah. and you get a hit on head and there's yeah. there's nothing you can do about it's that. It's that. you know, Zidane Ocharo did dealt with the same thing for many <laughs> years. Like you got a five foot eight player and you just try and clear him out of the front of the net and send him flying Superman style into the corner and you get a penalty over it. It just kind of the the contrast between between the two that that you're playing. And I agree with you, being a defender in the NFL Especially uh, a pass rusher, like what yeah. are you supposed to do? You, there's and and as much as I know you hate Tom Brady, um, he's come to the defense of the defense multiple times, saying, "Look at what are you supposed to do?" Yeah. In my career, there was games, there was games against you know Ray Lewis and guys like um, Ronnie Lott and things like that. Like you don't you don't even throw the, you don't even consider throwing the ball between the hash marks over the middle of the field because you know you're the guy after yeah your 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 wide receiver your tight end or your quarterback's responsibility yeah, too, yeah your running back is just gonna get destroyed they're dead so you just don't consider that at all and it, it comes down to coaching it's like a Scott Stevens hit on on Eric Lindros. Well, that was Lindros's fault. There's no amount of coaching that'll lift his head on that one. I guess that's a bad comparison. <laughs> but, that, but like, I, I remember how how big that hit was. And you see some guys just get smoked when they come around the corner. Like, and I, you see it every weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they get up after some of them. Oh, some of them are crazy. And like, in in Scott Stevens' defense, it was a huge hit, and he got him right on the chin. That's concussion style. But Eric Lindros was the prodigy that came out of. Um, the juniors is the number one overall draft pick, but what people forget about 
Lindros is that he was just way bigger and way better than everyone else. Yeah. So he didn't have to skate with his head up. He just no. did whatever he wanted. And if someone tried to hit him, they'd bounce off of him. Yeah. And then he got to the NHL and didn't learn how to play with his head up necessarily. He decided to cut oh, through the middle against Scott Steve. But he should have. It wasn't his first year. No, not at all. Come it on. happened twice. Yeah, it it happened on. twice against Stevens. That's the thing. I think he was just a little bit arrogant and a little bit, uh, he, he needed to be, yeah, you need to protect yourself. Especially if you go across the blue line. Oh, well, you have to know that Scott Stevens is back there. Of yeah. All the guys like that. You have to be aware of that. Whether it's Pronger or Darren Hatcher or Scott Stevens is one of those guys. Darren Hatcher. Oh, he's a beast. Yeah, he's a good one back in the day. I got some big defense. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Right. Fair enough. Okay. Demar. Okay. So Demar Hamlin and football. We agree that it is a dangerous sport, but I don't think it's too dangerous. Correct. Agreed. No, and and when you put in the context of what we were talking about against defensive players and how difficult it is for them to play their position yep. and not take penalties and not get fines and yep. shit like that, um, yeah, the NFL is not a dangerous support and sport, and they've been putting in a lot of penalties and a lot of new rules to, to combat that to the detriment of the defensive side. Quarterbacks got it easy. The detriment is right. Well, I think we got, uh, that's 2023 in our eyes. Uh, well, there's one more thing. Uh, my kid got me on uh, F1 Racing on Netflix. And, like, I was kind of humming and hawing about it. Oh, God, it's fantastic if you want to watch. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's really, like, you're racing cars. But, you know, that's, those are, cars are going pretty fast. But anyways, Max for Max Verstappen, I think he got his 10th straight win. Um, I don't remember this happening. Like that's like Schumacher days or whatever. Even yeah, like legitimate on the same level as Schumacher, and then better. Years old, but and even though bet and even better, like Schumacher didn't win the amount, and a bunch of it's on the driver, but a huge part of F one and any racing is on the car, and the Red Bull cars have just been dominant the whole year. Yeah. On, on a, uh, a new level. Even when he didn't win the race, he was pretty much in the top five, no matter what, in the couple races we that, some, that we he did. we get a free Red Bull for saying that? We should. Anybody, hey, Red Bull, if you're listening, give us some free Red Bull. See, this is how early that our po- podcast is, is I'm being silly like that. I'm ready to get jacked up on this Red Bull, for stopping or not. But uh, F1, I think it's it's a fantastic uh, series on Netflix, and it, like that... Last year they had the track in Las Vegas. Las Vegas is getting everything. Getting the, they got yeah. the didn't they win the Stanley Cup last year that we totally forgot to talk about? Yep. So they win the they win the Stanley Cup uh, after what five years in the league or maybe their fifth year, something like that. Like fifth. not a lot, that's for sure. And they get a uh, football team. They get the F one yep. uh, track all the way down the strip, which is really cool. They're getting the Oakland Athletics, which we touched on last episode. Last yeah. episode. Yeah, um, and it's also just fucking Vegas. They have the, that giant. I've never been to Vegas. Really? Have you been to Vegas? I've been to Vegas three times. Did you lose? Did you lose money? Uh, I didn't necessarily lose money because I'm not a gambler, but I spent lots of money. So yes, I did lose money. Do you uh, <laughs> do you have a? Do you go on with like a, a budget? Uh, yeah, it was whatever I got in my bank account <laughs> with a plane ticket to get back and where <laughs> you go. But I'm also, I'm, like I said, I'm not a gambler, so it's not like you're pushing the boundaries, but there's, there's limited, uh, you know, sometimes tough decisions are made of whether you're going to have some tequila the night or you're going to eat some McDonald's food That's at true. the end of the night. That's it's, true. It's, it's the way it is. But, but Vegas is, Vegas is getting everything. There's lots of sports down there, so I should probably get down there and check it out. Anyway, I used to watch a, a hockey game and a football game. I would love to go see 
Vegas versus some sort of hockey game and then a Raiders game as On well. That should be maybe a live Saturday podcast night, down the future. Saturday night. Yeah, well, actually, what I'm thinking about doing in Seattle is because uh, you can watch the, you can do the three at certain times because last year you, you, this, the Mariners were in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seahawks were just starting up, and same with the uh, Kraken. So you were able, I had a friend of mine watch the hockey game on Saturday night, and then I think they went and saw the football game in the morning, and then we watched the Mariners game at night. Wow, wow. That's a pretty fun weekend. That, that's a pretty good weekend. I'd, I'd rather do that than in Vegas because, it, A, it's closer, but also you're probably not spending the yeah. rest of your money getting stuck in Vegas as well. Yeah. So good call on that. Speaking okay. Of, and speaking of Seattle, just before we get into football, which we'll probably finish off the episode here, uh, there's the Winter Classic on today against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Speaking of Vegas and speaking of football. So yeah. I think when we turned it off, it was 2 nothing Seattle in yep. the second period. It looked pretty fun. They were doing it in uh, Seattle, the baseball stadium, which I can't remember what it's called. They keep changing the names of these stadiums too much. I don't like it because CenturyLink Field is now Lumen Field. Climate Pledge Arena is the new arena, but it used to be the... Uh, um, where have the Supersonics played? Yeah, what was yeah, that yeah. called? I can't. Key, the Key, uh, Key Center, or whatever like it was. Yeah. yeah, Key Bank. So let know. us know in the comments what uh, where the Mariners play. But that's where the Winter Classic is today. Football, Keith. What happened last weekend? Whoa, what happened last weekend? Well, that's, uh, now we're doing a week in review. I think we got 2023 out there. That's a good question. Um, besides Santa Claus and a whole bunch of family gatherings yeah, that right. we won't get into. Christmas, some, turkey, some... turkey hangovers. Oh, and turkey hangovers. He's got a good, uh, he had a good hack on turkeys. So if you ever want to know about any uh, cooking tips, ask Keith. He's a better chef than I. Oh man, so much pressure. Leave the comments. We'll get back to you. Uh, it, as far as football goes, yeah, it's all coming down to the crunch here. There's uh, a couple, a bunch of really good teams that were contenders, like we talked about, like the Chiefs and the Eagles and the Bills and things like that. That just really don't seem all that interested in getting a buy. Um, one thing I would like to talk to. Did you see? Um, the Green Bay when they when they played and I forget who they played, but uh, Alexander Jair had the coin toss incident. Did you see the coin toss incident? No, I didn't. Green Bay won. I took the other team. Who did they? I can't remember who they played. So, um, so the coin toss incident. I've never seen anything like this before. Oh, Alexander Jair not being a captain just decided to crash the huddle at the coin toss and just run in there, not being one of the named guys. And he decided that he was going to make the call on the coin toss, and he got it right, which was which is great, and that was kind of weird, just as it is. But then instead of saying like we want this side or we want the ball, he decided to say we want defense. What? So that and, means that and you're receiving? No, you're well, kicking. You're kicking. Well, we want defense, so we're kicking the ball. But that's oh, they not, played the Vikings. But that's that's not an official uh, coin flip. They do it as a thing. Well. In, what you need to say is we want the ball or we want to defer yeah. and go from there. Yeah. So the ref was actually gracious enough to say, hey, like, just clarify, oh, where do you want to be? Yeah. But he almost said, we want defense. And in doing that, that would have given the other team the ball. But it also would have given them the option to select whether they want the ball or not for the second half. So he almost gave up his possession. He almost gave the other team um, the ball to begin the game and also the, the ball to begin the second half. And as a consequence, afterwards, he still didn't really know what was going on and where he erred. 
Um, but Green Bay decided to suspend him for a full game because of his crashing the coin toss. It was the first time he came back, his first game back from injury in a couple games. Crashed the coin toss, made the call for some reason, got it right, fucked up on the call, and then got, and even though it all worked out, he still got suspended for a game by the Packers, which is a big game coming up this week, so. Um, I don't know, who is he? Uh, he's a, he's a, a, a pretty good uh, cornerback, defensive back for, for Green Bay, he's a, a critical part of their team. But I've never seen anyone just run into the huddle before, before the pre- What was this the, for? The coin. For the for the For the, for the coin toss. For opening, the opening. Opening coin toss. Opening coin toss. He was just all jacked up because he, to get there. he's back from injury and just ran in there and made the coin Okay, call. so he, he calls defense and the guy's like, gracious not to be like, no, you have to tell us if you want to kick or you want to receive. Receive, yeah. Or right. what side you want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're saying that if he, he they didn't let him do that, they would have asked... They would be on defense, and then they had the choice of either they, side or kick. The other team would have had would have probably said uh, that we're going to pick what side because we're already getting the ball. But they would have. The other team would have automatically been on offense because he claimed that we wanted to be yeah. on defense, That's and then it. they would have got a choice for for the second half of whether they want they want the ball back. So they literally like if it had went the way that Jair had uh, had said it, and the ref didn't um, interfere and interject. Then, who was it, Vikings? The Vikings would have got the ball to start the game and would have also got the ball to start the second half, which oh. has never fucking happened well, before, that, ever. That just sounds ridiculous. It does sound ridiculous, but... Well, it, you've seen that now for the first time. That's crazy. That's why that Green Bay suspended, suspended him for a game. Who would have thought? Well, and it, it reminded cost, me... That just cost you money. Well, and it reminded me of... You remember the old um, Seattle Hasselback? No, 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 I don't want to talk about no, it. No, we're going to talk about it because... He decided against okay, Green Bay. We'll, we'll talk about this, but we talk about New England, Seattle, then I'm walking out the door. That's fair enough. That's right. fair enough. So Hasselbeck back in the day against Green Bay, and I can't remember if it was a playoff game or not. It was a playoff game. It was game. a playoff game. It was, the first, it was a playoff game. So, Overtime, coin flip. Exactly Hasselbeck goes, we want the ball and we're going to score yeah. or we're going to win. And, yeah, we're gonna score. Yeah, and, and then he takes the ball and within three plays throws a pick six to lose the game, which yeah. was... All we need to is say. That, is that all you needed to say? That's all I need to say. Are you done now? Do you feel I'm good done. about yourself? I feel a little bit better. That's great. Okay, what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's tough being a Hawks fan. It's tough being, you know, supporting any of your teams. It's, it's tougher being a Canuck fan, if you ask me. My dad's been a Canuck fan for a long time, but this year they're looking pretty good. So I'll stop jumping sports here. I'm really bad at doing that, and Keith's probably like, stay on topic. We're talking football. Um, I do know that our Seahawks did lose uh, to the hated, hated Steelers. That was a tough one. Hated Steelers. They were winning the game. Steelers. Late turnover when they could have had possession to take the lead in the game. And they just ran. Steelers just ran out the clock and that was the end of it. That was, uh, that was a tough one. They needed that game. Gino fumbled the ball. What, what's going on with Gino? What's your thoughts? Gino's, I've told you this every time we talk about Gino. We need a quarterback. Gino's not a quarterback. Neither is Drew Locke. He had a chance to get in there when Gino was injured, and he's too arrogant. Um, didn't show it. He didn't, he he didn't he's show got it. A, he's got a fancy haircut, like some, some, yeah, it's just, no, no, 
They're both both guard. I think we should get Tom Brady back and then uh, cool. get him in a Seahawks uniform so he can retire for the 16th time or whatever, <laughs> however many times. Because that's another thing that happened in 2023 is Tom Brady retired again. So hopefully nobody bought the uh, the retirement ball and then had to you know see that he's coming back to play another season. Yes, there there was something like that where. The person, apparently someone spent a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, it was like $900,000. For the last touchdown ball that he got in Tampa Bay, and then all of a sudden he came back and played another season. Hours later. Hours later. I think Tom Brady (laughs) did something for him, but other than that. That's a tough investment. That's, well, number one. Don't don't invest in Tom Brady. (laughs) There's some crazy things that happen in sports. And that's another thing. We go down a little bit of a rabbit hole. I think it's not we, it's me, because, you know, I just, I go down that hole. Um, I remember back in Chicago when Jordan was still playing, they had, you know, they always have that, uh, you shoot from half court yep. for whatever. And, but they had a really good one on that night. It was a million dollars. Uh, but he got up there, swish, like nothing but net million dollars. You see, like he's right over the, the bowls players are just pumped. Jordan yeah, comes yeah. over, gives them a hug. He's just right. so happy for the guy. Million dollar guys like oh, I'm on cloud nine, man. This is fantastic. Later on, it looks it says there's a stipulation when he signed um, to take the shot that you ki- couldn't have played any professional no. basketball, and he only played. I think he played a couple <laughs> games in like, a, but it wasn't even like the NBA or anything. But it was like a pro league. But he only played like I don't know, a very short amount that would have been nothing when he was like wow. just outside of high school. So they said they weren't going to pay him. Anyways, um, going and I was just talking about Tom Brady doing some nice guy with a guy with the football. Uh, Michael Jordan got all the guys and, and Chicago. Well, actually went to management and everybody and said, "No, we got to pay this guy." And he ended up, I think, don't, taking money well, out of Jordan's pocket, big freaking deal. But still, uh, he got paid by them. So kudos yeah, to the Bulls. That's yes, that's the way. That's the way it should be done. And man, who would have thought that nobody? Well, was, could you imagine you know, hitting the thing that would change your life, then coming back and then saying, no, actually, we're not going to pay you because you played three months in some like well, and, G League or something. And like, the legalities of like, and guess what? You qualified to hit, go for a, a million dollars at half point. Here's the contract signed. Did you actually read the fine print no, before you signed that? No, print. not at all. Not going to happen. No, that's, that's crazy. Well, in the roundabout way, it reminds me of you. You remember when the the Mets um, missed out on on the World Series when um, the Mets fan in left oh, field yeah. Yeah, yeah. caught the ball. I forget what his name was, yeah. and then he and then they announced his name and his and his yeah, where he, he lived had, he on the, the radio. He, he had, had the headphones, headphones on. on. It was yeah, Steve yeah. something. Steve or, something. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what. Oh yeah, but like he couldn't like he was getting hate mail, and I remember they, that they announced they announced where like where he lived in and. Like, like his name, like on the radio station, he had to move. He had to get out of Chicago. That Crazy. was a game over. I can't remember. <laughs> or leave comments on on uh, if you can. Leave comments. See if you know who that infamous uh, steal the game. Steve from the Mets wearing the headphones I in left field. Was, I remember, but I remember who it was uh, in uh, in left field. There it was what's his name. He was just livid. I, oh, yeah, I totally remember that. that was, oh, the outfield. You're talking about the yeah. outfield. Yeah, because yeah. he went to go for the ball, and yeah, he's like, yeah. what? Are you? He saw the jersey. He's like, yeah. what are you Everybody doing? Else the, oh, I yeah. couldn't imagine. It was mayhem. Having to get that guy out of there, it would have been... Yeah, like, security came down, because there was, like, pizza and beer getting thrown at him and shit, and that's, then you got to get like, escorted out. Yeah, that's like wearing a Cowboys jersey at an Oakland Raiders game or something, just... Oof, yeah, you, you don't scary times. Yeah, you don't want you. You got to pick your pick your spots on those ones. 
Hundred percent. Well, I think we've talked your ear off today. Uh, it's coming up to that time. Um, thank you again for listening, Keith. Is there any uh, last uh, thoughts? Any burning desires before we break <laughs> off this meeting? The only burning desires are for the Flames to start a rebuild and fucking trade yeah. half their team. So there's a segue into the Flames. Oh man, that's that burns like an, an itch that you don't want to get prescribed. <laughs> And on that note, we'll uh, wish you a great week, and we'll uh, talk to you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Happy 2024.